Hi, welcome to Revitalize, the everyday audio Bible with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. Today we'll be looking at Genesis 5, Psalm 5 and Matthew 5. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again for breathing your life into our bodies. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of being called yours. Father, thank you for the blessing of being alive today. Father, help us to take absolutely nothing for granted. Not life, not death, not food, not shelter, not warmth, not our health, not the safety of being secure in homes, nothing. Today, Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, would you allow me to read your word so that it can encourage others, open their eyes to see for who you really are, to draw them closer to you. Holy Spirit, would you enable me to bring light and joy into the homes of all of those who are listening? And not just light and not just joy, but also that they would make a meaningful connection with you today through your word. Holy Spirit, would you use me to bring many into your kingdom? Not just today, Father, but always. Have your perfect way in me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 5. This is the book, the written record, the history of the generations of the descendants of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. He created them male and female and blessed them and named them mankind at the time they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he became the father of a son in his own likeness, according to his image, and named him Seth. After he became the father of Seth, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. So Adam lived 930 years in all, and he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. Seth lived 807 years after the birth of Enosh, and he had other sons and daughters. So Seth lived 912 years, and he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. Enosh lived 815 years after the birth of Kenan, and had other sons and daughters. So Enosh lived 905 years, and he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. Kenan lived 840 years after the birth of Mahalalel and had other sons and daughters. So Kenan lived 910 years and he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. Mahalalel lived 800 years, 830 years after the birth of Jared and had other sons and daughters. So Mahalalel lived 895 years and he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. Jared lived 800 years after the birth of Enoch and had other sons and daughters. And so Jared lived 962 years and he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God 300 years after the birth of Methuselah and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. 
And in reverence, reverent fear and obedience, Enoch walked with God, and he was not found among men because God took him away to be home with him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. Methuselah lived 782 years after the birth of Lamech and had other sons and daughters. So Methuselah lived 969 years and he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. He named him Noah, saying, This one shall bring us rest and comfort from our work and from the dreadful toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord cursed. Lamech lived 595 years after the birth of Noah and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years. And he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Psalm 5 Prayer for protection from the wicked to the chief musician on wind instruments, a psalm of David. Listen to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning and sighing. Heed the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you, I pray, in the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will prepare a prayer and a sacrifice for you and watch and wait for you to speak to my heart. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil person dwells with you. The boastful and the arrogant will not stand in your sight. You hate all who do evil. You destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests and rejects the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will enter your house through the abundance of your steadfast love and tender mercy. At your holy temple I will bow obediently in reverence for you. O Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight and direct and right before me, for there is nothing trustworthy or reliable or truthful in what they say. Their heart is destruction, just a treacherous chasm, a yawning gulf of lies. Their throat is an open grave. They glibly flatter with their silken tongue. Hold them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own designs and counsels. Cast them out because of the abundance of their transgressions, for they are mutinous and have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge and put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy, because you cover and shelter them. Let those who love your name be joyful and exalt you and exult in you. For you, O Lord, bless the righteous man, the one who is in right standing with you. You surround him with favour as a shield. Matthew 5 When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed, spiritually prosperous, happy to be admired are the poor in spirit, those devoid of spiritual arrogance, those who regard themselves as insignificant, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, both now and forever. Blessed, forgiven, refreshed by God's grace are those who mourn over their sins and repent, for they will be comforted when the burden of sin is lifted. Blessed, inwardly peaceful, 
spiritually secure, worthy of respect are the gentle, the kind-hearted, the sweet-spirited, the self-controlled, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who actively seek right standing with God, for they will be completely satisfied. Blessed, content, and sheltered by God's promise are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed, anticipating God's presence, spiritually mature are the pure in heart, those with integrity, moral courage, and godly character, for they will see God. Blessed, spiritually calm, with life, and joy in God's favour are the makers and maintainers of peace, for they will express his character and be called sons of God. Blessed, comforted by inner peace and God's love, are those who are persecuted for doing that which is morally right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, both now and forever. Blessed, morally courageous, and spiritually alive with life, joy and God's goodness are you when people insult you and persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of your association with me. Be glad and exceedingly joyful, for your reward in heaven is great, absolutely inexhaustible, for in this same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, its purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to do away with or undo the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I assure you, and most solemnly say to you until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke of the pen will pass from the law until all things which it foreshadows are accomplished. So whoever breaks one of the least important of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least important in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches them, he will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness, your uprightness, moral essence is more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And you have heard it said to the men of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders shall be guilty before court. But I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors malice against him shall be guilty before the court. And whoever speaks contemptuously and insultingly to his brother, Raka, you empty-headed idiot, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court, the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of the fiery hell. So, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and while there, you remember that your brother has something, such as a grievance or a legitimate complaint against you. Leave your offering there, at the altar, and go. First, make peace with your brother, and then come and present your offering. Come to terms quickly at the earliest opportunity with your opponent at law, 
while you are with him on the way to court, so that your opponent does not hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you are thrown into prison. I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, you will not come out of them until you have paid the last cent. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who so much as looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your eye makes you stumble and lead you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. That is, remove yourself from the source of temptation, or it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand makes you stumble and lead you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. That is, remove yourself from the source of temptation, for it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. It has also been said, whoever divorces his wife is to give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that whoever divorces his wife, except on grounds of sexual immorality, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a woman who has been divorced commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said it was said to the men of old, you shall not make false vows, but you shall fulfill your vows to the Lord as a religious duty. But I say to you, do not make an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you make an oath by your head, for you are not able to make a single hair white or black. But let your statement be yes, yes or no, no, affirm yes or no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. And you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Punishment that fits the offence. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person who insults you or violates your rights. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other towards him also. And simply ignore insignificant insults or trivial losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity, your self-respect, your poise. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also. For the Lord repays the offender, and whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks of you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbour, fellow man, and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may show yourself to be the children of your Father, who is in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on those who are evil and on those who are good, and makes the rain fall on the righteous, those who are morally upright, and the unrighteous, the unrepentant, those who oppose him. For if you love only those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do that? And if you greet only your brothers wishing them God's blessing and peace, what more than others are you doing? Do not even the Gentiles who do not know the Lord do that. You, therefore, will be perfect, growing into spiritual maturity, both in mind and character, actively integrating godly values into your daily life, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, your word divides bone and marrow asunder, 
And that means it cuts to the heart and it exposes our rebellion and our inner lies that we've believed about you, about our godly life, about others, about ourselves. And I ask you today, Father, would you help us to live in the way that pleases you? I just can't say this enough. And I don't need to beg you because I'm your daughter and you're my father and it is your delight and your will to help me to live a life of godliness. But I ask you, Holy Spirit, would you also help those listening that we would grow together and as we read your word, we would be transformed because the word is water. The word is water that can wash us clean. The word is your authority. The word is power. And as we read the word, as we hear the word, may we be transformed into your perfection. Now we know what Adam did. We know what Cain did, (laughs) but we also know what Jesus did. So would you help us live in the light of that resurrection life? Would you help us to live a life of repentance, not crawling and writhing on our knees like beggars, but more like royalty, like children of a father who loves us so much he'd give his only son for us. Would you help us to live like you? Would you help us to stand on your word as the only truth and the absolute truth? Father, I thank you for today. Do for me what I ask you to do for others. Help me to forgive. Help me to be loving. Help me to maintain my self-dignity and poise as your word instructs. But also help me, Father, to love those who don't love me. In your precious name I pray. Amen. So I'd like to take this time and offer you an opportunity to become a Christian. Being a Christian is not about following lots of rules and ticking off a box every week that says you've been to the local church, you've given to um, a well-known charity and you've done the right thing. It's actually about developing a relationship with the Father God through a relationship with Jesus Christ, who is my personal saviour. And I'd love to introduce him to you today. So if that's something that you have been searching for just today, your entire life, I encourage you to repeat this prayer after me. Just for the sake of reference, this prayer of salvation has been taken from the Everyday Life Bible, Amplified Translation, um, with a commentary by Joyce Meyer, published by FaithWorks in New York, 2018. Please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and for giving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the son of God and I confess to you as my saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen.
So if you just pray that prayer along with me for the first time, I'd like to warmly welcome you to the family of the living God, Jesus Christ. You are born again. I would strongly encourage you to celebrate today. Join your local church online. Listen to music that glorifies God. Read the Bible as often as you can daily, morning, noon and night, if you have the opportunity to. Surround yourselves with like-minded believers, other people who also proclaim Jesus Christ as a living and risen Lord. Your life will never be the same again. And if you have a prayer request, you're welcome to send it to me via email, lulu at teachingmums.com. There will be a link in the show notes for a voice message. You're welcome to share um, a testimony about your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.